0: Did you guys hear that pop?
1: Yeah, I did too.
2: Check one.
0: Oh. The fridge was on, then it kicked off. It fridge is popped. unplugged, isn't it? Oh, maybe I unplugged the little fridge, and not the big fridge. You're dumb. You're Let's unplug the, the little fridge. Don't unplug the power strip. I only see one fridge. There's one. like a
1: wine fridge on top.
0: That's not a toaster oven. Nope. You know, I thought it was for really big Pop Tarts.
1: Bards
2: solving mysteries while they're out on tour. We promise that
1: you won't be bored. Bardic Mystery Tour. Bardic Mystery Tour is a 5th edition D&D actual play about a rock and roll band out on tour that solves mysteries. I'm Ed and I'll be your DM.
2: All right, my name is Emily and I'm playing Flo Calhoun. She is a wood elf. She is a bard and she rocks an antler crown and an stone of protection. She has a magical longbow, she plays the cello, and sings for the band, and she tries to help people.
1: Hi, I'm Brayden. I play Sammy Stoneslinger, best bard of the bunch. Sammy's a rock gnome because he rocks so hard. Sammy's the drummer for the band, but
0: little-known fact, Sammy's also proficient in playing guitar and hurdy-gurdy. Hi, I'm Grundledore. My friends call me Grungo sometimes. Yeah, looking forward to getting my violence on for this game. Last time on Bardic Mystery
1: Tour, the gang arrived at the luxurious Gilded Clover, a high-class casino. They met the director of entertainment, Ilyania, and her assistant, Baker. Rundledore bested the champion of the arena, Targath Bladefist. Join them as they decide how to entertain themselves. This is Bardic Mystery Tour. What other things are there to do here?
2: High stakes, a cashier, play a show.
1: Oh, let's go to the high stakes room. All right. Did Dirk come and get us yet? I, you know, I think we're just like doing stuff till Dirk tells us. Yeah. So you guys are leaving the arena all geeked about winning a fight. And then you see Illyania and she's like, guys, what are you doing? You need to get set up. Dirk is setting our stuff up. I don't know where he went. And if you guys don't get set up, I'm just going to give. Did someone steal our roadie? The show to somebody else. Hold on.
2: Where's Baker? She's hanging out with
1: this dude. What dude? uh, Some other dude. And she's like, is your band ready to go? And he's like, yeah, dude. Our band's twice as good as his band. He's wearing a shirt that says Rage Against the Automaton. It's a pretty good band, though. Yeah, look. All right, hold on. We'll find Dirk, and then uh, we'll get him to finish setting up our stuff. You had him last, though. I don't know. You better figure it out. Or we're gonna give your show away, and then she walks away.
0: All right, we go back to the stage. Do we really even need to play this show? We can make a lot more money gambling and fighting. Yeah, but we- I'm 190 gold to the plus. Winning gambling doesn't get our music out,
2: and we need Dirk.
0: But the music is only a means for money. No, we're backwards again. What? Yeah, money is a means to play music.
2: Friendship is all you need.
0: That's not true. This is not. Uh, we need MLB. rock and roll, Major League Baseball, MLP, Major League Baseball. Pony ball. He's hey. got major league pony balls. Alright. We go back
1: to the show. Alright. It's dark there now. No. The auditorium is more cleared out. There's still some people in it. It's never quite empty. But there are stage hands like moving stuff around up on stage. They better not be touching my drum set.
0: Mm,
1: no. They're setting up for something else. It looks like to you. Uh let's go up and talk to them. Okay.
0: Hey, you guys see that fight I just was in? No. Oh. You go, okay. If they were working, you could be beat by Targath. Oh no, I whooped his ass. You, you know beat Targath. Why? You know why I beat him? Why? Cause I got a gut full of nards. Yeah, big bowl of testicles for uh, lunch is all you need before a good fight. That's the secret. Hey everybody, this is fun.
1: Um, have you guys seen Baker or our buddy Dirk Fidget? Uh,
2: nope. Not at all ever.
1: No, no, yet. We're just setting up for the next show right now. You don't see anything that has any antler mayhem stickers on it. When was the last time any of you saw Baker? Uh, probably an hour ago. Do you know where you saw him? Uh, I think that he was finding Ilyania so that they could meet some band that came in the front door or something. All right. Thank you so much. Let's head towards the front and see if security saw him. Okay. All right. Do, 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 do. So you walk back into the main room of the casino, which you happen to also see another set of slot machines called Ooze Your Friend Anyway.
0: I completely lose track of what we're trying to accomplish and wander toward the slot machines. Yes. I knew
1: I made this chart for a reason. You can spend up to five <laughs> golden. Oh, yeah. I'll spend five. You get one gray ooze. One ochre jelly and one black pudding.
0: Mm, black pudding. It's my mama's specialty. It yields nothing. Oh, guess I'm down uh, five gold. Let's try All this right, again. Sick.
1: Nope. Uh, grab your sleeve. I'm like, let's <laughs>
0: <black>. <laughs> uh, you
1: need. We got to
2: find Dirk and play this show, idiot. I get behind him and I push too.
0: You're making me quit while I'm behind.
2: Yeah, well, you're up 190, so I think you can handle five.
0: Oh, but now I'm down to 889 gold.
2: You're going to be down a whole lot more if you don't come with us because I'm going to steal it.
0: Oh, but if I then let's I have to go, s- if I have to steal my gold back, then I'll already be stealing your gold. So I might as well steal all the gold. we have.
2: Yeah, let's go. Let's do that. Come on.
0: OK, while Flo's walking, I try to pickpocket. Her.
2: I smack his hand.
0: Now you got to roll a perception against that.
2: Okay. Eight.
0: So would that be a stealth or a sleight of hand? Sleight of hand. I rolled a 12.
1: You rolled an eight? Mm hmm. Guess who's the treasure now, boys? All right, cool. <laughs> but you got all of the gold in one pickpocket? Really?
2: He said that I would not have noticed you digging into my bag to take an entire bag of gold.
0: Hey, he, of golden. how many gold?
2: 7,613. What?
1: <laughs> now, hear me out. Say you had failed. You still have that inspiration you could use. I don't Uh, I mean, how much do you carry on you, right?
0: I'm like Rich.
1: Because probably a lot of it's in the van. But, like, how much do you really trust leaving your gold with Dirk, you know?
0: Okay, then I'm going to try to sneak away stealthy.
1: It's going to be easy because I'm, like, done with this bullshit and I'm, like, headed towards the front.
2: Yeah, Yeah. me too. I walked away from you.
0: Yeah, all I have to do is stop moving, I think. Oh, I'm filled with dilemma. Do I help my friends or do I run away with all this money? Go on to the next town, start a new life. A new band. New band. Maybe even find a wife. Little farm out yonder past the fields near the babbling brook. Uh, That sounds awful. Okay, I'm coming. I'm coming. All right, so you guys are going
1: to the front door? Yeah, we're going to go to the security guard that's near the old Iron Toes. Oh. Iron Toes, old Iron Toes. You go back to that security checkpoint, there doesn't seem to be like a steady flow of people coming in anymore, which you think is kind of interesting because it was basically like a line out the door when you got there. And uh, you look up past the security checkpoint, you can see the front doors. There are a bunch of people wearing uniforms, like military-esque looking uniforms, Uh, standing in front of the doors and they're like people like on the outside with their like face pressed to the glass, like trying to look in. There are people on the outside in like uniforms, like telling them to go away. Okay. Is there, um, someone who looks like they're kind of
0: in charge, like a supervisor? Uh, not really. Are there any women with like that slanted back haircut that you know are like a manager? That's flow.
2: No, no, it's not flow. Let's stay there. I have long, long flowing hair.
0: Flowing hair? Yeah. What color is your hair? (laughs) <laughs> she doesn't know what color her hair is. I don't either. I'm bald.
2: I think it's brown. Dark dark brown.
0: Okay. Not just dark brown. Double dark. I go for some double dark chocolate
1: right now. She has black hair, she just doesn't want to admit it. Candy Fair bars. Enough. Um, all right, so we just go up to the closest guard then, since none of them look like they're a supervisor. All right. And we're like, Hey, excuse me, have you seen our band manager or baker? They were together. Excuse me, sir. Please uh, continue your activities. Go about your business. There's nothing to see here. There's uh, no no one's allowed to leave or enter the uh, building right now. Why? Please go back to uh, your business within the casino. Uh, turn on the charm. Oh, I didn't realize that you were so important here. Do you mind taking a second to tell me if you saw our band manager or baker? He's like, uh, pers- per- de- per- persuasion. Persuasion. I roll it. 12. He's like, "Uh, I've seen a lot of people. I don't know who your band manager is. Uh, But Baker, you know Baker. Uh, Not really. Ileani is assistant, red-haired human boy.
2: Shaggy, shaggy clothes.
1: I'm not very familiar with many of the employees here. Oh, this isn't security from the casino. This is like an outside. Yeah, he's got like an LPPD. Okay. Badge on.
0: Okay. PD, PDLP, I I don't know. Well, I want to step forward and ask him some questions, too. I'm going to try to deceive him. Whoa. My deception check, I kind of raise my hand, flash my palm like this badge in it and be like, hey, I'm on the case, too. Got a natty one. Now, remember, you can use that inspiration. I'm going to use that inspiration quick. Fourteen. How much did you add? My deception's eleven. Really? So is my intimidation. How? It's expertise is in that. Holy.
2: Do you have really high charisma?
0: Mm, yeah, I do. What were you using? Deception. Deception. Yeah, I'm, I'm. Uh, you know, from the, I mumble a little bit, but what's going on here, guys? Do you tell him you're a private detective? Yeah, I'm a private detective. And you say you're also on the case? That's it. Yeah, that's, that's what I said.
1: All right. He's like. Oh, oh, I didn't realize that we were working with
0: you guys. Uh,
1: what was the question?
0: So, what's going on here? Why are you? Uh, oh, we're just we're, why are you here? The
1: building's under lockdown until uh, they find the whatever whatever happened to the uh, the owners. I don't know.
0: I don't actually know. We're locked down. So somebody's
1: missing though. Something saying. happened to the something that the owner owns.
0: Oh, they were burgled.
1: Yeah, yeah. Some sort of crime. I'm not familiar. I'm just a footman. I'm just here guarding this door. We locked the doors up. We're just, you know, shooing people away. They told us not to let anyone leave, not to let anyone enter. So
0: we got all the doors shut down though. Okay. Well, thank you much, guys. Uh, If I find out anything, I'll let you know. I'm going to go dig deeper. If you
1: need to know more, just find Chief Inspector Doan Hatchet, and he'll be able to fill you in. Sounds good.
0: Thank you, guys. I'm going
1: to go find him. Okay. All right. Hello, Sammy.
0: Let's go find this. Uh, Wait,
1: I hear you there, but um, is old lead steel toes around? Is the security? That's what we were trying to find security from the front, not some random police officers. Oh, okay. I old mean, iron toes? Find, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's the security. He's like standing over to the side while. Yeah, like, I go over Same. them. All right. And I'm like, yeah, hey. I'll let you do
0: the talking, he might remember me.
1: Have you guys seen our band manager or Baker? They were last seen together and they've just disappeared and we need to get our set set up. I know that you guys are trying to deal with this whatever issue. Yeah, I think they went outside to uh pull the van around and then I think that uh that's right when this started, I think basically. Son of a bitch. Do you have a back entrance you can get them in? Like do can you guys work that out. Like we need to get our show set up or else they're going to take our contract. Yeah, that's uh that's tough, guys. I don't know. Um so we can't we don't have anything to do with the like the police completely took our like, you know, we're kind of at their mercy right now. Uh there you got all the doors locked down. They said no one can enter or leave the building the whole time during the uh till this is sorted out. So,
0: okay.
2: I look out the window to see if there's a Dirk out there. Do I see the van? No. Okay.
0: I want to pull old Iron Toes aside. Be like, hey, Iron Toes, good job back there uh, at the revolving door. Because rolling my deception check. I just want to tell you that I'm from Internal Affairs. We've had a lot of guys getting lazy on the job. And I'm glad you came and stopped me. You're doing a great job. I'll put a recommendation in for you. Rolled a 23. He's like, oh,
1: I always knew that the hard work would pay off. Thanks, man.
0: Yeah, good to have you. On the team, keep up the good job. Might even be a medal in it for you. Hey, since we got you here, uh, can you give us? Can you tell us what's going on? what
1: What's happening over there? Uh, I don't know anything about it. Maybe like our chief of security knows or something. I'm just assigned to the front door, so I still have to stick around up here. They just told me they'd uh, let me know when to get some uh, more information. So, all right, thanks. And then we sidebar from him. And I'm like, hey, guys, I think we should split up. Someone should go talk to Chief Inspector Don Hatchet, And somebody should talk to the chief of security from the casino. That's what I think. And a third person should gamble. I think a third person should do something else because I think that's funny narratively. But I think I should. I don't know gamble. what they would do. OK, that's fine. How do you guys feel about that?
2: Never split the party. I'm in.
1: All right, sick. You want to do which one? Do you-
2: I'll go look for Inspector Hatchet.
1: Then I'll go find the chief um, of security.
0: And I have 7,889 gold. Uh, which direction to the high stakes tables?
1: Uh, I mean, there's a sign over the high stakes room. All right, Flo, what are you doing?
2: I'm um, looking for Inspector Hatchet.
1: All right, how are you doing that? Just standing there looking around?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I hate
1: this. Oh, why don't you find a new podcast then?
2: I don't know. I just start stabbing people. <laughs> you
1: follow Sammy around.
2: <laughs> which way did Sammy go?
1: He's still standing there. Sammy, what are you doing? I'm like, hey, old Iron Toes. Did we catch his name yet? Mm, nope. Can you point me towards your uh, chief of security? I think his name is officially Iron Toes now. He's like, oh, um, he's probably in like one of the offices. There's like, if you go out into the main room over by the cashiers before you get to the theater, there's like a hallway that all the administration and stuff is back there. There's like a security office back there. All right, thank you so much, man. You got it.
2: I ask him if he knows where the inspector might be.
1: He's like, oh, uh. I'll bet you any money he's in the security office and chatting with our security, trying to get this uh, under wraps. Okay, I go there. Just follow Sammy? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, I want to try to go fast. Like, I'm going to try to hide. From, like, I want to lose the trail. All right. I'm just joking. We just go together. I was going to say, good luck, because she's, like, right on you.
2: Yeah, and it's raining inside, so you can't see me.
1: All right, Grundledor goes to the high stakes room. All right, so you guys head over to the cashier area. I want to keep my eyes open as we walk. For any uh, strange activities that I see going on. Like, all right, roll a perception check. 10. You don't see any strange activity. Perfect. Do I? I don't Roll a perception check. 18. You don't see any strange, suspicious activity. All right, you head past the cashier. All right, then we're going to go into the hallway behind the cashiers. You see a hallway next to the cashier. We go down it. All right, there's an officer standing there. And he's like, excuse me, sir. This is for employees only back here. Oh, yeah, we were sent this way to speak with
2: Inspector Hatchet.
1: Well, that's I'm what, here that's to see Flo inspector. Is doing. Hatchet. You guys want to roll for some uh, deception checks there? Or persuasion, I guess. You could roll persuasion. 19, deception check. 23. He's like, oh, uh, you're looking for Doan? Yes, sir. Yeah, he's back in the security office back here. It's like the third or the fourth one on the left back here. I don't know. All right, much appreciated. Thank
2: you, as you were.
1: So, uh,. You won't say that That's weird That's gonna give us away. Is it? No That's how I treat all people in public
2: <laughs> As you were
1: Walk past some dude As you were
2: you go going to buy something at the CVS
1: As you were And also with you
2: And it's like that toilet paper receipt It's like a mile long They roll it back up for you
1: You can go back to the Third or fourth room on the left They're all labeled Which you, one is it though? You find the one that says security Yeah well you wanna go to that one Is all that right. the third one? Yeah the door's closed
2: I knock on the door
1: a very tall man wearing a long trench coat and a gray hat. Oh, uh, a troby? What's a troby? It's like a type of fedora, isn't it? Does have like the crease in the middle? Yeah. But before, like as she's knocking, I don't know. I want to cast Minor Illusion and create a badge like I have done in previous episodes. All right. Something you can see. Something you cannot touch. It's a trickery. continue he's got like a long face and a big nose he opens it like just big enough you can see his face a little bit And he's like hello oh hi uh, chief inspector hatchet yes we're with the department we're sent here to help investigate and we're looking to get some information uh you want to roll a deception check on that one yeah can i have advantage though because i have my badge that i showed him i don't he's also an inspector detector bro Eighteen. Fourteen. I shouldn't have wasted my time with the badge. I should have inspired Flo. He opens the door up and he's like, they sent you from the department? It's a private detective agency called the department. Oh, are they, I don't understand. We are hired by one of the bands. Oh, okay. Because their show is on the line. It's big business for them. All right. So you're trying to get this lockdown done. Yes. That's right. So you're seeing if you can help us at all. Of course. You got any credentials? Show them your badge. I show them my badge. All right. So here's the scoop, guys. I think we split up.
2: Yeah, we're seeing my guy, not your guy.
1: Oh yeah, okay.
2: I need your badge with my lying skills.
1: The chief of security is also there, which you can tell because he's wearing just like a t-shirt that says chief of security on it.
2: Is it black with white writing?
1: Yeah, because it's on the back and he's like looking out a window that goes to the inside of the casino. It's like it's one weird. way, one way, yeah, mirrored glass, yeah. And, uh...
2: He was about to give us the lowdown.
1: Here we have, uh, the owner of the casino... Ogden Boomser, which I'm sure you knew already. Of course, there's a dwarf sitting at this large writing desk with white hair and garish robes that are adorned with gems and runes and things like that. Very did you say garish, garish. When I would say garish, but I don't know. If I'm wrong. I meant to say garish. I don't know it's what I say. It's gnarish. Gnarish. Gnarish <laughs> takes off a lot of the hair, but not all of it. Gnarly. Uh, yes. He's sitting at the table, looking very uh, distraught. So Chief Inspector Hatchet says, so here's the lowdown, guys.
0: The filthy lowdown.
2: I've heard of them. It's a band.
1: Yeah. So here's the lowdown, guys. Can't let the word get out, but our friend Ogreden here, Og, Og, Darin,
2: Ogder and Boomsayer. how do you not know his it's name? It's spelled O
1: G G D U
0: R R I N N. Well, no, that's why, because you wrote it dumb, and we just spelled what you said. We're all about the phonics of it, the natural phonics. Hooked on phonics didn't work for me. <laughs> and you just have like a I song. I know
2: phonics. Something, something free. <laughs>
0: All right, so here's the lowdown. And all the the verses need to be just like scrambled grammar.
2: Here's the lowdown.
0: Oh, yeah, just, no, I don't want the whole story. Just give me the lowdown. All right, here's the lowdown.
1: This casino
0: runs on the backbone of Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew, green, like me, caffeinated, like everything I drink, and sugary, like my balls. All right, so here's the
1: lowdown. Mechanics of this casino run off of an engine that powers luck the luck machine It powers luck i don't fucking know how to say this dude
2: we're gonna help him hear me out he says that too
1: here's the lowdown mr boomsayer had something very valuable stolen from him that is integral to the operation of this casino and he cannot let it leave this casino it was just recently done so we know it's still in the casino somewhere
0: but we can't find it it wasn't a luck blade was it no good is it a really lucky hamster in a wheel powering a, a machine? Second. You ain't even here. I'm not boy. even here.
1: Is it a really lucky hamster in the wheel? What Can you give us any kind of description about this item? Nay, but an item. But a beast. a beast. A beast? A
2: beast. A human?
1: A luck dragon. Oh, I've heard of those before. Ten? Yeah, he's never heard of one.
2: Is that nature?
1: I wrote history, but now I'll use my deception to tell them that I heard of it before. Eighteen.
2: Is that nature or history?
1: Whichever one you want. Ten. Neither of you have ever heard of a luck dragon, All right, But I rolled an eighteen. But to he's like, oh. him into thinking that I had. He's like, oh, good. Then you don't need the details. I don't need the details, but my uh, associate here would like them. That's all right. You can fill her in later. So get out there and try to find it. Here's the thing. I made a grave mistake. wasn't long ago, so it's got to be nearby. Is this guy a
2: human or dwarf?
1: The chief inspector's a human. The casino owner is a dwarf. Okay. He's like, if you want, I can show you the vault where it was taken. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely need to see that. Take us there. All right. Grundledor. Do you know what a luck dragon is?
2: Uh-huh.
1: You walk into the high stakes room. Oh, yeah. If you thought the main lobby was garish,
0: Mm, I can smell the gold in the air. Incense just billowing off of the women. It's like marble plated gold plates. I wish I could steal this whole room. Too heavy.
2: How far away from us is he?
1: Across the whole casino.
2: How many feet?
1: I don't know how many feet that is. Hundreds.
2: 120, you say?
0: Oh, look at this fabulous room.
1: There are also some higher stakes slot machines in here, but it seems like most of the people in the high stakes lounge are focused around two different tables. Ooh. There are a handful of table games, but two of them have crowds on them already.
0: I'm going to wander over to those crowded tables.
1: All right. You see a table of red drakes and you see a table of roulette. Boulette, roulette. Boulet, roulette. Ooh. Which one would you like to? I'm going to go to the boulet, roulette. Hooray for the boulet, roulette. I don't know what the dealer for a roulette table is called, but the person Isn't that running. Where you just toss the ball. Yeah, the, yeah, the ball. The rouletteer. The Rolatier. Who is a gnome. This gnomish lady with a very bright features that smiles a lot and is very pleasant.
0: She welcomes you when you come up. Hi. What's up? How do I play this game? Oh, see. How do I get your money in my pocket through this game? Also sitting around the table is a younger human,
1: which uh, you haven't seen a ton of younger humans in the casino.
0: I must be a trust fund baby. No young human has the money to sit at this table unless uh, their mommy and daddy is rich. That's true. He's too young to have earned it on his own, not like me. I earned most of this gold just a few minutes ago when I stole it from my companion.
2: Did you uh, say that monologue out loud and use air quotes when you said earned?
0: Yes, I did all those things.
1: Do you want me to tell you the name of her position? Yeah. Croupier. I knew that already. I call it a croupier. Anyway. <laughs> yes. We I was just with a Jean-Fee. So this other person around the table is a younger woman who seems to have a little bit of a haughty demeanor. She's wearing like a purple cloak that has a brooch on it that has some insignia that you assume is some sort of royalty or something like that mm-hmm. along those lines. There is a... Very large, red dragonborn, and there is a halfling that has like red ponytails, and she's very muscular, but she's also missing some teeth. They're all laughing kind of jollily, jollfully. They introduce themselves when you approach. The younger human's name is Lady Minatera. The large dragonborn's name is Vargarian. And the halfling's name is Sagla. Saggy Sagla. The croupier says, I will be your croupier for the evening. My name is Pondering and Pondering, not like Pondering. You made it sound like you need some help on the rules or?
0: Yes, uh, ponder me the rules, pondering.
1: Ah, well, you see, she points at a piece of the table that has a chart on it that has numbers from 1 through 55. And they're in a 5 by 7 grid. She's like, you can bid on a row or a column. Mm -hmm. Or you can bid on any of the ones that have rectangles on them or any ones that have circles on them. Or you can bid on the top half, 1 through 25, or the bottom half, 31 through 55. Mm. And then I spin this wheel and I throw this marble on the wheel. And then whatever one it lands in, that one wins. And if you're on that winning, you get paid off in the odds that are also listed on that chart. You can see which are for rows, 5 to 1, for columns, 7 to 1. And then the other things are all two to one. Also, if you want, you can bet on the
0: double zero, which is a 35 to one odds. Well, since I'm, uh, I'm new to this, I want to try my beginner's luck out and I'm going to bet 7,000 gold on zero. No, I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Flo just died a little bit. So what was that 35 to one again? Double zero. The double zero. Well, I'm going to bet 50 gold on double zero. She spins the wheel.
1: She throws the marble the other direction, and it lands on 25.
0: Ah, Guess I'm out 50 gold. She collects all your gold. It's a shame.
1: It's a good first try, though.
0: Well, I'll try it again. I'll do uh, 100 gold on, uh, on the top half. On the 31 through 55? Yeah. All right, she
1: spins the wheel. She rolls the marble the other direction and gets a 25. Bad luck today, sir. It's not your favor. However, she gives a bunch of money over to Vargarian and he goes, Ha ha ha, yes. Always bet on squares. Wait, 25's not squares. Always bet on dots. That's what I say. The old family saying always bet on dots. I'm going to try it again.
0: Same bet as last time. Top half? On top half. Oh, my. What'd you put on it? 50? 100 this time. 100. Just like the last time.
1: Uh, Oh, my. All right. She rolls a 55. She's like, congratulations. You got 100 gold for getting the top half. She also turns to Lady Minotera and says, here's yours. She hands her not money, but just a large chip, like a
0: metal plate that she gives her. Mm. I'm going to try it again. Same bet as last time. 100 on the
1: top half? Yeah.
0: All right. She
1: spins the wheel and flings the marble the other direction. Forty-five.
0: Ow. Yeah, reeking in the dough. Another
1: hundred gold, You're on fire. <clears> throat> Put
0: throat> it all on top. That'd be over 8,000 gold. Okay, I'm going to do it again. Same bit as last time. Hundred on top half. Hundred on top half. Here we go. She spins the wheel. She says, testing your luck out today, sir.
1: Maybe it's your day. She flings the marble the other direction. 53! Wow, yeah, (laughs) yeah. She also hands a bunch of money over to Sagla.
0: Sagla says, all right, I knew I could do it. I'm going to try it again. Same bet as last time. 100 gold. Why don't you split
1: up? Why don't you do two bets where you do like a top half and then like dots or something? You know what I'm saying? What do you mean? Do a high-risk one for
0: less money and do a low-risk one for the same amount of money. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll bet. 50 on the top half and 50 on the, the dots. All right.
1: So the dots and the squares are like evenly distributed high and low. Oh, so I have to... Dots and squares my... are like black and red in real roll. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I Look, I drew squares around some of these numbers on my page. So can you do... He can do a corner and get four. Nope. No corners in this. Oh This is boulet-relay. Boulet. Do you like top bid, half and then like fifty. You can bid top half and dots, but if it rolls a 10, then... You're going to lose your top half, but get your dots, so then you'll be even. Yeah, I'll do that. She spins the wheel. How much on each, though? Fifty on each. She flings the marble the other direction. While it's spinning, Bargarian says, You look like you're pretty tough. You should try your hand in the arena.
0: Already did. I beat that trogdolite with one arm. Oh, the trogdolite was in today. Oh, you have an actual trogdolite? I was just trying to assault a half-orc. Oh, you beat Blade Fist.
1: Yeah. That's mighty impressive. I might be the only other one that's ever beaten him.
0: Well, if you want to have a go later in the arena, we can duke it out if you want. All right, we can see if it's uh I have some good times. They have some time. Spill a little blood. There you go. I'm
1: down for a good fight here and there. And it lands on the two, which is a dot, but
0: is not top half. So it broke even. Yeah. I'm going to do it again. Same right. bet as last time. And as I do, I move over toward the halfling and just kind of... Put my hand on the small of her back. I need some luck here.
2: Your conscience is hurting you right now.
0: Want to wish me a little luck, little thing?
2: I hope that Ed makes the halfling stab
0: him.
1: Dag was like, I wish us all luck, but uh, maybe keep your hands to yourself there, partner.
0: I slowly and gently remove my hand in a caressing fashion.
1: She spits in the spittoon
0: she has next to her. Through all of her missing teeth. You're about to lose those fingers, boy. Did you place a bet? Same thing as last time. 50 on each, top half, and dots. Lady Minotera points out
1: what she believes is the greatest flaw in your uh, strategy. She's like, if you keep bidding on all two-to-one payouts, you're never going to make any money on this one. Four, which
0: is low half, but it's dots. So I broke even again. So Minotera, what would you suggest? How do you really make the money here? She says,
1: if you see, I'm, all, I'm playing all of these columns, the seven-to-one odds can lose six times in a row and still pay yourself off. Yeah, put 10 on each column.
0: No, I'm going to put on, uh, wait, which columns are there? How many columns? Seven. Just numbered one through 7 Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to go with column seven. 100 gold. Lucky number seven. She goes, that's how you're going to make money at this game. Or lose it. But it's not my money. Well, it kind of is. She's like, well, everyone loses
1: money on this game anyway, so it doesn't matter. We're just here for fun and to spend our parents' fortune. ha, ha, ha.
0: I'll help you spend your parents' fortune.
1: Double zero. Pondering rakes in everyone's money, and she says, the house is winning today, guys. And they all go, ah. Mm. Maybe we should try our hands at another game. Yeah,
0: let's try another game. Let's go to that other table. They're like, well. I finally lost.
1: We are joking. We're going to stay at this table, but.
0: I'm going to the other table.
1: All right. You head over to the other table. It's good meeting you, Grunador. Vargarian says, maybe I will see you in the ring later. Sounds like
0: a plan. You
1: head over to the Red Dregs table, and there's a clean-cut tiefling with really dark red skin, thin curly mustache, little tiny horns. He's got a devious look in his eye. He's got midnight black hair. He says,
0: hello, stranger. You're new to the high-stakes room. I'm new to this room. I'm new to this table. But I ain't new to high-stakes. The company at the table
1: introduces themselves. First you have a man who introduces himself as Hargron McGrill. Very large man, who you believe could possibly be a half-giant. He's very boisterous and burly. He's got a bright orange to deep red beard. It's a bald head on top. He's got this large belt with a medallion centered in the middle. It says, champion of the arena. He's like, ha, huh, a half-orc. I seem to have lost my championship to a half-orc once. Next to him is a dwarf who introduces himself as Kelly O'Patrick. He's kind of a thinner dwarf. He doesn't look very stout.
0: An Irish dwarf.
1: Compared to some dwarves. He has a very red hair and beard, and he's sporting a green golfing hat. And he's got lots of jewelry, gold necklaces, rings on almost every finger. He smiles at you. He says, maybe today's our lucky day.
0: You can see he's got a couple of gold teeth. Mumble under my breath. I walked into a table with a fucking leprechaun. I bet he's got lots of gold, though. I'm going to stick around here. Maybe I can take it from him.
1: There's another dwarf sitting next to him who introduces himself as Kieran Dragonskull. He's an older dwarf. He's a little war-torn. You see his left hammer isn't his left Jesus. His left Jesus? His left hammer isn't a hand anymore. Yeah, his left hand isn't a hand anymore. He has a hammer in place of it. There's a Jesus there. He's got a glass eye for his right eye. He's got a really dark black beard. He's riddled with scars. He's wearing a really nice suit. Looks very dapper. And the last person at the table is a forest gnome who introduces himself as Telhawk Skimsaver. He's wearing fine furs, a large ring on his left hand. He has goggles that seem to be riveted to his face. Ugh. And he has like a hearing cone that whenever you talk, he has to like listen to you whenever you talk. Did I tell you the dealer's name? No. No. He's like, I'm going to be your dealer. I'm Tim
0: Thaniel Bellsworth. Tim Thaniel, nice to meet you. Absolutely. Explain this game to me. I'm ready to win, maybe lose some money. Well, see, here's how it works. I got this
1: deck of cards. I deal you two cards, one down, one up. No one knows what you got. But then you decide if you want another card or not, and you add all your totals up, and if you get more than 21, you're out. After everyone decides they're good, whoever's got the highest total wins it from everybody. Nice. So he deals everyone card face down.
0: I'm not allowed to look at this card,
1: am I? You are allowed to look at this card. I look at the card. Yeah, it's no, just your card. My card. It's a two. Two, okay. Deals everyone a card face up. What's my card? A four. On the other people you see... Two eights, a two, and a
0: six. Okay. I'll take another card. Wait, I didn't put any money in. Oh, yeah, you have to put money in. Minimum bit's 50. Put 50 in? Since it's a Thursday, you know.
1: Low, high roller day. Yeah. He deals you another seven.
0: Mm. Another seven? No, I got a six before. Wait, no, I got a four.
1: You got a four and a two.
0: Yeah, that's a lucky number. I should stay there. Give me one more card. He gives you the
1: dragon, which you know from experience can be either a one or an eleven. Make it an eleven.
0: That's twenty-four. That's and higher. That's the highest number. That's the highest number possible. Yeah. Fourteen is an even luckier number than thirteen. I'll take one more card. He gives you... The Etten. What's the Etten do? It's worth 10 points. Mm. That ain't bad.
1: Now you're still up to 24. Take another one. He's like, well, looks like what you're showing got you busted there, buddy. Yeah, I'm busted. He deals the rest of them out. Kieran Dragon Skull wins the hand. He's like, ah, oh, thanks for playing with me, guys. Maybe you'll win the next one. If you like playing here, Grundledor, you should check out my casino across the street. The diamond mine and then tim thaniel goes what do we tell you about advertising your casino in ours he goes
0: ah well it works see you later guys i'm headed over to the diamond mine word of mouth is the best way to advertise in my opinion which is why you should tell all your friends to listen to bardic mystery tour and tell them to donate to my patreon
1: don't be distracted by that bardic mystery tour
0: go to grundledore.patreon.com and give me all your money I promise I'll give you something back. Direct deposit your paycheck, in. All right, so. I also accept Bitcoin, Ethereum. Jeez, I'll take them. Racky Denari, if you, if you got it. Take anything you got.
1: All right, Flo and Sammy.
0: Yes, Flo's not participating because she is done with her microphone. I think she's bored of listening to Grundleur burn through all of the band's money. Aren't you up, honey? I'm still up. For now.
2: Okay, we just left that room looking for a luck dragon, but we don't know what a luck dragon is we're going to go find that luck dragon cage.
0: Yeah, we're, he's taking us to the where it's stored, yeah. They look like a white flying dog, don't they? And I rolled a 10.
2: I mean, if you're talking about the never-ending story, then yeah. How much of the never-ending story is D&D?
1: The chief inspector leads you down a hallway to an elevator. You get in the elevator and he pushes the basement floor. You go to the basement floor and There's a long hallway and he goes, this hallway is the only way to get to the room that is under the center of the casino. The power is all of the luck, but it's rigged up with a bunch of traps, but somehow this thief got through all of them. Okay. Can you show us some of these traps? Sure. He walks up. He's like, this one's still sprung. And there are blades sticking from the sides of the corridors, like giant saw blades that are sticking out. hmm That would probably lop his head off, would lop Flo's head off. Sammy walks under them. No problem, though. hmm Mm-hmm. He's like, clearly they had to be some sort of master to dodge this trap. That's clear.
2: Or really short.
1: I guess they could be short. And lucky...
2: Like a halfling.
1: Like a halfling. Well, surely this isn't the only trap. So, what's the next one like? Then he goes to the next trap, and he's like, "This one wasn't even sprung at all. If it detects any weaponry, then it goes off and it fires arrows through the whole thing." He's like, "So don't step any farther forward." And he touches. Uh, so it's not actually the inspector. There's a like a casino official with him that puts a code into a keypad, mm-hmm. and then uh, you continue forward. And then he
0: goes the last trap. I hope the last one's a bunch of tiles on the floor you have to spell Jehovah with as you walk across. Sammy walks on it, and he goes like, oh, don't step up. Oh,
1: well, you're on a pressure plate that you didn't set off yet. And then the guy puts in the code. He's like, but this was set off, but somehow they dodged it also.
2: What happens at this one?
1: This one has knives that fall from the ceiling.
2: So there are knives all over the ceiling, or all over the floor?
1: Yep. Okay. He's like, are they, I want to look at the knives. Does it look like... Um, they're evenly distributed or does it look like, uh, maybe someone deflected ones falling on top of them? It looks like many of them, they're not evenly distributed. They're like all over and they're scattered and they look like they were pushed to the side or something like that. Okay.
2: So we're looking for a halfling wearing a turtle shell.
1: Maybe that's no one weapon. option or maybe another option too. I don't know. He's like, the other very interesting thing is that nobody even knows where this vault is. So it would have to be someone... That knew something about the casino. Okay.
2: Um, this particular casino or casinos in general.
1: Most casinos probably don't have a luck dragon because it's probably frowned upon. Oh yeah, because of the effects of the luck dragon. Yeah, because of how it's like cheating. You know how it's like uh, stealing money from your customers. I mean, that's what casinos do, though. Yeah, but you know, through you odds. have published odds,
2: not through.
1: And you're lying, breaking magic. the odds. Uh, the odds on slot machines generally aren't published. All right, well, anyway, let's check out this cage. Oh, and then they go up to another room, and the door is just, like, blown off. There's, like, a stand, like a pedestal with all these, like, wires hanging from the ceiling that are all around it that would have been, like, maybe plugged into something that was there.
2: There's a pedestal?
1: Yeah. The luck dragon just hung out on this pedestal. Yeah.
2: And what's with the wires? They, like, hooked wires up to the luck dragon?
1: Yeah, and they go to, like, the tables.
2: That poor guy. It was probably, like, a druid halfling. Like, some animal lover.
1: It's hard to say. I'll keep my mouth shut, because I'm afraid that a luck dragon, I should know, is not an animal. So I'm just, like, being real careful.
2: I'm saying all these things out loud. I look around. I investigate the pedestal for, like, animal things. Scales. Scat. Fur.
1: All right, roll an investigation check. That'll help. I assist.
2: 21.
1: All right, which makes it a 23 because you assisted? No, usually it's an advantage then. Oh. Oh. I mean, she's not going to get better. Oh, my God. <laughs> Natural
2: 20. uh, 22.
1: So there is like a food tray, and there is like a droppings dispensinator, But also, suspiciously, you find a single orange hair. And a single white hair. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. A tiger has been here.
2: With a white tiger.
1: Yeah. Because tigers are not orange and white, like you were thinking.
2: They're (laughs) orange and black.
1: (laughs) On their bellies, they're white.
2: All right. So we've got a couple options here, I'm thinking. In my head, not out loud to anyone. I'm thinking it's either that tiger Roger dude setting his friend free because the luck dragon and him. Are total buds, or it was
1: Baker the red haired
2: Ileana. Oh, she had light blue hair. Who had the white hair? Siegfried. I'm
1: just gonna turn the into a game of guess Baker. who. Can you tell us about what the high, high roller rollers at the Boulet Roulet? Dirk, Boulay, Roulay. Dirk. Like, again, because Dirty I think that no one wrote yeah. down who those characters were. Boulet Roulet, yeah.
2: I didn't write any of that down because I was not up there, so I wasn't allowed to know this.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought, but I noticed someone that Grungo didn't white, write it at all. So had white hair. He know right much. Pondering Hardin. That's gnome with very bright features that smiles a lot and is very pleasant. Okay. Lady Minatera, younger human woman, Bargarian was a very large red dragonborn. And Sagla was the barbarian halfling. All right, and what color of hair did Sagla have? Orange. Like red hair. Okay.
2: What color hair did Siegfried have?
1: Bleach blonde.
2: It was a white hair that was found. Did it look like an animal hair or did it look like a person hair? Remind you, I r- rolled a natural 20.
1: Uh, I just want to remind 20. you that natural 20 means bupkis on skill checks, according to the player's handbook.
2: Yeah, but we don't actually care about that.
1: Uh, It's time to care about one rule, baby. It's this one. They both look like human hair to you. Excellent.
2: I have a plus three to animal handling. So would I know more about animal hair?
1: Okay, I'm going to ask Doan Hatchet about the feeding schedule. For the luck, Dragon. He's like, uh, I'm just actually kind of getting filled in with the details myself. I don't, I'd have to check with the because Did the security staff? officer come down with us? How come they, that person doesn't have a name that we know? I wish we knew it. The security officer that's in the room with you right now? Yeah. I'm going to say, hey, I'm sorry. I didn't catch your name. I just was introduced as head of security. What's your name? Um. His name is Morfit Pendragon. Just like your like boy Art.
0: Arter Hawk, Hawkwing? Morphit, what's
1: the feeding schedule for the Luck Dragon like, and the protocol? Oh, it only eats like every other day, and it's me and like another guy I trust. We come down here and do it. Is it both of you every time? <laughs> oh, it's actually me and uh, Ogdarin every time, because like he can even, we can even take a day off. Okay, if we need to feed it and like leave for the weekend, we can do that. It doesn't eat like every day. Sometimes they sleep for like days. We like check to make sure it's fed, but like you know. Okay. Anyway, says Chief Inspector Doan Hatchet, we're on the case and we're going to solve this. So How long are the two hairs? Each. None of them are very long. Let's say...
2: Short and curlies?
1: No, nah, they're each like four inches-ish. Okay. Right. Also, did you share this information with the uh, chief inspector or did you kind of... Oh, no, we're going to keep that one under the carpet. Um, for the listening audience, that's a uh, noise you make when you wink. So we're going to keep that to, I'm going to keep that to myself unless Flo says something out loud.
2: Should I take them?
1: No. I don't know. It's up to you.
2: All right. Oh, I'm going to ask this question. Hey, Inspector Hatchet. Yeah? I may have misled you earlier, but I need to come clean. I don't actually know much about luck dragons. What do you know about them?
1: Oh, I can't believe you, Flo.
2: Well, we were in such a hurry that he never filled me in. So can you just give me the quick lowdown? I
1: thought he was going to fill you in when you're done. Yeah,
2: he didn't. Can you just uh, do it now so that we can move on with Sergio? Very
1: irresponsible as a
2: yeah, he's the head of
1: a detective agency. If you know so much, then you tell her. Well, a luck dragon floats like a cloud. Like a clown? It's got the purest white reflective feathers. A head like a chicken.
0: What's up, chicken head?
1: And like dragon wings, you know, like bat wings. Reptilian wings.
2: Uh, bats, are bats are, are re-
1: Bats are reptiles. Rodents. They're flying rodents. Are there reptiles with wings that aren't dragons? No. Pterodactyls? Dragons have bat wings. Because it's just like skin. Interesting fact, pterodactyls were not dinosaurs.
2: They're lizards, though.
1: They're from before there were lizards, man. Oh, interesting fact, pterodons went (laughs) extinct. So if you believe that all animals came from dinosaurs and birds all came from pterodons, you're wrong. Pterodons, extinct.
2: Birds came from...
1: The, awesome the clicky,
2: clicky toenail ones from Jurassic Park that can open doors.
0: Yeah, Utah raptors. I think they all came from on the sixth day when God finished creating this universe before he began resting.
2: Wait, 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 wait. They're part of the animal kingdom.
0: They're... So Bones they're were put in the ground to test our faith. Adam. No, they never really existed. They're just put in the ground to test our faith and confuse us. Not true. Mislead us.
2: Not true. Because squirrels aren't in the Bible and they exist.
1: Um, Squirrels are put here to test us. Oh. Squirrels. Um, Hear me out. The dinosaur bones all came on the meteor.
2: What, the meteor animal? Like, which animal had the most meat?
1: Yes. Dinosaur. That's the meatiest. It was this is- just meteor. It was actually all one dinosaur that broke into pieces. Yeah, and it didn't. They didn't fossilize. They weren't bones that fossilized. They were just rocks shaped like bones in a meat meteor that came to Earth. A
2: meteor meat.
1: A meat Eeyore. Oh, from another world. Eeyore. Yeah, Eeyore made out of meat, full of rock bones, smashed into Earth and splattered. This
0: is absolutely ridiculous. And squirrels rose from the gore. They're some nuts. They're Cyclops bone.
2: Cyclopses are real? Yeah. Yeah. Shun the non believer.
0: Any of us can become a Cyclops if we want. It's true. Let's just get a spoon. Just use a spoon. Eh. Scoop it on out. Why a spoon, cousin? Oh, God.
1: Time ticks away as the gang needlessly discusses dinosaurs. What was the fate of this luck dragon? And why would someone steal it? Did any of the characters in the high stakes room seem suspicious? Find out next time on Bardic Mystery Tour. here your favorite dungeon master thanks for listening and uh thanks for telling all your friends we've been picking up a bunch of viewers listeners and uh just keep that going on because every time you tell someone it makes us happy so that is your main goal in life keep that going i did want to apologize one of our listeners brought up to me that i basically completely stole targath blade fist from world of warcraft so something my subconscious probably got a hold of me in during the naming process, but, uh, sorry about that one guys. I tried to do my best, but, uh, you know, sometimes things get away from you. Also, I want to mention to keep listening to the podcasts released by Sorgatron media our conglomerate or whatever that's called. And, uh, keep going to Bandcamp, listen to your favorite songs. It's my favorite place to listen to Bardic mystery tour. So, Keep it up, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.